Hey there, I'm the Accidental Monster. And I'm Eternally Mortal. And this is the Hidden Egg Podcast, where we talk about vulnerability. Mm-hmm, as Doofy and Dippy. Don't even worry about it. Anyway, so we're watching the show Erased and talking about the vulnerability inherent within the show and our own vulnerability associated with watching it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's been great so far. So you're the one that actually watched 6.5, which was a recap episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so we should probably do a bit of a recap, which I will do since I just watched a recap episode. Right, I was going to give like you the stage there. like 17 minutes for that. Um, okay, so basically... Uh, the recap episode um, told us about our hero, our main character, Satoru, um, who is a manga artist that is struggling because he's not putting himself in his work. He's not being uh, transparent and vulnerable enough. <laughs> he should come on our podcast. Um, <laughs> and uh, so he's, he's working as a pizza delivery guy to make ends meet and um, has a co-worker that's a a 17 year old high school girl and uh, kind of a skeevy boss and he also has the power of revival where occasionally like time repeats for him and he has the ability to take action to save a life typically typically the life of a child and sometimes the life of a child is about to be taken by some sort of horrible fucking person anyway um <laughs> uh yeah, so he's got this power. Anime, you know, superpowers. That's the way it goes. Um Okay. What do I want to talk about next? Uh Well what else happened in the Yeah, I know. I'm trying recap. to figure out the, the place and the directions of everything. I know, there's so much that's happened. <laughs> it was only six episodes, but there's so much that's happened. So much happens in each episode. It's it's insane. So uh, Sator, we get introduced to Satoru's power through an event where it actually comes into use, and he has to like wake up this truck driver to keep this keep him from running over this kid. In no, the, process the truck of driver doing, died. I remember that he had a heart attack. In the process of doing, oh yeah, the truck driver was dead. Yeah, he was dead. Um, in the process of doing that, he ended up getting into an accident and waking up in the hospital. Um, because of that accident, his mother decided to stay with him to make sure he was okay. In the process of his mother staying with him. Uh, first of all, him and the high schooler from work ended up having a meal with his mom, and so well, like, if you're gonna get this detailed, this recap is gonna it? yeah, it's gonna be real uh, long. It was a 17 minute recap. I'm trying real hard to, m- to run it along, but like, it was a long recap. Okay, so anyway, um, so there's a connection between Satoru's ma- Irie is her name, the high school girl, because we're gonna come back to her, right. and um, so that's the connection, and then. His mom witnessed uh, him having another revival where a child was almost abducted and she saw the abductor, the potential abductor. I took a screenshot of his face during this 6.5 episode because I'm like, I'm going to remember this fucker's face. (laughs) Um, And then and then that got her like going down the wormhole of what happened in their childhood where there was a bunch of kidnappings happening and she got to a point where she knew who the killer was. And then she got killed, or not the the abductor, not killer. I think not, he's a killer too. And then I, yeah, I think he's a killer too. But I mean, he he killed her. Yeah, he did. And then the frame thing. made it to where he framed Satoru. Yeah, he framed the fuck out of Satoru. I thought it was like happenstance before, but no, he's pl- obviously planning all of this out to make Satoru look like the murderer because there's another scene later on that happens. Yeah, we find we find out that this was actually completely planned and. 
he actually also went after Irie to destroy the evidence and potentially kill her so because she was obviously somebody who had seen his face because she saw his face at the pizza place at the pizza place now but in the middle of that <laughs> was a revival that took Satoru back 18 years was it 18 years yeah it was 18 all right 18 years 18 plus but like not 19 back to when he was like 10 or 11 well, he Almost had a birthday, mm -hmm. so he was 10, and then he turned 11. Yep. And then his goal was to save who he knew was the first victim. Hinazaki. Hinazaki, of the rash of, of kidnappings. And he thought that if he were to save her, then he would be able to save his mom. Right, because it would kind of prove... Wow. That's not wow. Do Not Disturb at all. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry <laughs> to our lovely audience. <laughs> <clears throat> Your phone doesn't understand what Do Not Disturb is. Yeah, that's my that's my vitamin D pill reminder. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so uh, yeah, he went back in time to, do, to and he figured that his goal was to try and save um, Hinazaki, right? Because uh, <clears throat> she was the first victim. Uh, he learns that she was not actually the first victim of any sort of serial um, kidnapping, basically. Oh, actually, maybe. But well, anyway. he doesn't really learn anything like that. He learns that he was able to impact time in that the day that she w went missing was extended by a day. All I want to talk about is uh, Hinazaki's horrible fucking mom and the, the yeah, child Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of that. But I'm sure that that's probably going to come up again. Well, also, it also helps me to remember that we need to do some sort of a content like, warning. Yeah, content check, warning check, check where, content where there's, there's actual abuse child abuse specifically um pointed out in this anime so yeah trigger warning yeah yeah so um satoru tried to save hinazaki's life um included her in a bunch of things that she was not included in the first time she got to have a few wonderful wonderful moments that she had never gotten to experience in her very short life and uh he was ultimately unsuccessful he she died a day later than she had previously died which means he can change stuff which means he is now hopefully he can go back and change it again because right. he is in duress while running from the cops from sitting over basically his mom's dead body is when the arrive the, the the revival that went back 18 years took place and when he realized that um Hinazaki's mom was throwing out the gloves that Hinazaki had made for him as a present right. for his birthday. He fucking yeah, lost it emotional. and screamed and ran and then that's when he revived back, back. But to then the last episode that we watched was um Irie being in the hospital because she had been saved by the creepy manager, technically also by Satoru, but the creepy manager was like, you shouldn't even be here. You know, yeah. I get the credit for this. And and so she, she was saved and she was in the hospital. And her mom actually, like, body doubled for her so that she could leave and meet up with Satoru. But mm -hmm. unfortunately, she was followed by the police. Mm -hmm. And so now Satoru is being arrested. And the very last thing, the very, very last thing that happened was we saw that the killer was there. Yes. The mastermind Moriarty was 
there. I'm gonna real quick just before that last moment. Um, she was fucking heartbroken that it was her that they followed to to arrest Satoru. She was acting as if this was the end for him. That he was going to be his life was basically over. Right. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. She was screaming this. Right. And he was like, "What? Well, what do I need to say? Something to what her? What would a this superhero will be, say? This will be the last time I get to see her. Really. Right. I better say something that helps her. And so he said, um. He basically said thank you, and he said that I'm glad I trusted you, and you've given me the strength to continue to move forward. Right. And so um, I think he did quite well with that. Yeah. Um, but I also think that he has a little bit of a cheat because he's pretty much banking that he's going to get to do a revival or two. I guarantee his thought is that he can do a revival or two and fix this whole thing. Right. Well, I mean, and and then the last thing that happened was we and saw then, the yeah. killer's face, and then we saw the perp, the blue butterfly, which yeah. which is is the sign of, of him having a revival. So, this next episode is going to be really interesting because I I, I I hope that he's going to get to go back. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Um. Thanks for hanging out for that very long recap. It's been six episodes of a very powerful anime, so I understand. And uh, we're gonna boops our way through this. Is there anything else you want to say before we continue? No, I think that pretty much covers everything. All right. Here we go. Boop. Boop. Okay. So we are at what's time? Two fifteen. Two fifteen. And um, all we've really gotten is the recap of him getting uh, arrested, him seeing his rival <laughs> right it's not a good name for it's not team. a good name it's for him but like that's the best we got right now <laughs> uh the, the antagonist here and um that antagonist as soon as he realized he was recognized he walked away in glee by the way very happy with himself um and in the last episode when we saw this moment there was a blue butterfly yeah there was just a blue butterfly just right there but then but this didn't. time it didn't happen <clears throat> no there was no blue butterfly and so as Satoru is being brought to the cop car, he kind of like freezes and then just like wills, completely wills a revival. Yeah. He like kind of has a little bit of an emotional breakdown and like tries to will it. Like, and he screams, go back. I think out loud. That yeah. That other people could hear him. At least one of the times. And then he literally brought himself back to the when, moment when they were well, in the science center yeah the science center moment which is a few days before when they like, were looking at the bear yeah and the science center was such a great moment too. it was really a great moment because it was after it was it was after um satoru had done the whole fox thing which by the way six to six point five didn't show the foxes completely oh. mit did not show any aspect of the or foxes. the or the christmas tree showed the christmas tree oh okay well there's that but yeah the foxes were an important moment yeah. I thought. They were one of the most amazing moments I've seen in yeah. anime, if I'm being honest. It's a it's a wonderful thing. Um, but they didn't show it. Um Weird. But, but anyway, this is after that and so uh Hina Hinazaki and Satoru have a, a bond, a strong bond at this point. They're both on board with going to the birthday party in a few days and we all know that that ends up being just fucking like out of the park wonderful. And so I'm excited for that. I hope I'm not mumbling too much. Sorry. Yeah, but then we also know directly following the birthday party is when she disappears. Right. And we know this is an anime. And there's too much positive stuff happening here. It's just too much. <laughs> it perfectly landed right here. We It was right at the moment when, like, he looked at her 
after coming back into his 10-year-old body. And she's looking up at the bear and saying something about, like, oh, I'm glad I, you know, had the courage to come here today. Right. You know, just, like, happy because it was a good event. And Satoru's fucking crying. Yeah. Because he already watched her disappear once. Right. And Because there she is. She's right there. And he desperately wanted to come back to basically around this moment. And he succeeded in doing so. So he's overwhelmed. And then right after that, after she's like, are you stupid? Because, like, <laughs> that's what she's... That's what her basic catchphrase to him is. Then all his friends showed up, too. So it's just, it's too much positivity all in one moment. Like, something, I'm expecting the science center to explode right now. Well, the the negativity is that there's, he hasn't changed enough from this moment to avoid the future that he's, you know, that he currently just, excuse me, that he currently just left. Right. I guess that's true. So, like... It's not actually positivity. This is like us coming up for air for a moment so that we can relax a little bit and see what what has to be done. Like, mm. what's the road forward? Okay. Eh, probably. All right. Well, I'm ready to continue. I just wanted to make sure we pointed it out. And also, I wanted to doomsay a little bit. Okay. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Boop. Boop. We're at 507. And motherfucker is fucking with the timeline. Well, that's his job. I know that's the point. That's like the whole point. But you can't do it that way. No, at this point, he's broken. He's broken because he tried to do things the simple way, the right way, quote unquote, and it's still fucked up. And I think he's broken now because he's had to watch himself go from they're all alive to I fucking failed. And they're still dead. Yeah. And more people are dying. And this 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 guy is like controlling my life and trying to put me in jail. And so like the stakes are raising. And then he comes back here and he's like, Oh my god, these people are fucking alive again. I can't take this anymore. And he just he just blurted out something about You can you don't have to switch trains. You don't have to switch trains going to, to, to Eno, Eno. wherever the fuck that is. I don't know what that's I, about. I don't, I don't know the context either. I don't know because, like... Is that how... It, it, was that a thing that she bitched about when she came to his apartment way early in the first episode? Maybe. or maybe, About switching, having to switch trains? Or maybe it had something to do with the last day that she was alive that he knows something about? I don't know. I have I don't no know. idea. I don't know, but... But you can tell... Yeah, you can tell he's that struggling. he's just struggling to keep it together. Okay, I just had to bring it up because, like, it really feels like, you know, if it feels like one of those moments in these time travel shows when, or, or movies, when, like, the protagonist just, like, loses himself for a moment, loses that, that need to try and preserve something. Well, you know that that's actually a part of the hero's arc, right? The hero's journey? It requires the hero, the main character, protagonist, whatever, to lose themselves. Yeah. In order to find their true selves and then get to the actual resolution. So, like, this is this is a textbook part of the hero's journey. Sure. Makes sense. I mean, we probably find <clears throat> that in everything that has a hero's journey. Not everything follows the hero's journey. Well, sure. That makes sense, too. But it, it is it is a common theme in in a lot of storytelling, mm-hmm. which is why it was pointed out. But yeah, what people that that listen to this are often writers. 
Yeah, yeah. So, no, I, 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 I get it. I get it. I have thoughts, but I don't know. I don't know how to share them, so I'm not gonna right now. Okay. So I'm not gonna right now. Okay. But what's interesting to me is the date on the screen right now. What's interesting about it is that um, February 29th, 1988, we know that. That's the day that they went to the Science Center. Right. And uh, there's three days three before days. Yeah. she disappears. Two days before their birthday. Yep. But the date in the native language, I assume that's... has Japanese. a 63 in it. Yeah. Yeah, what the, what the fuck does that even mean? I don't know. I think that they were keeping dates different prior to something. I think their calendar. Hiroshima? Possibly Potentially. had something to do with that, but I think that they actually kept a different calendar up until kind of recently. But I'm just guessing, because 63 is pretty pretty obvious in there. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely a six and a three. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> I think Apropos we're good. Apropos of nothing, it really doesn't matter. It's right. not related to the rest of anything. So we, okay, but you're ready to yeah, continue. Yeah, we're ready. We're, we're right. ready. Boop! Boop! Uh, we are at... What's the time stamp? 11.23. We're about halfway through. Yeah. Um, Satoru is now... He now has a friend helping him. Yeah. Kenya. Kenya is there kind of helping. Kenya was able to notice stuff as well. Kenya responded as a child. Noticed Hinazaki's um, uh, bruises and shit, but couldn't do anything because am child. Right. But then noticed that Satoru just immediately just started doing things. Right. Despite being child. Right. And was like, who the fuck who are the you? Who the fuck are you? Yeah. And then Satoru was like, I'm a superhero. I'm going to try to be. And that mm-hmm. convinced Kenya that Satoru's still a kid. I really <laughs> thought he was going to be like, I'm possessed by my 29-year-old self. Yeah. I know, I really right? Did. I really thought that that's where we were going. But anyway... Um, <clears throat> But he's running around a lot, Satoru. And also, I'm a little concerned because his whole, like, he's back here. His last chance. This is my last revival, is what he said. And so, uh, whatever I do, it has to be perfect. I have to save her. Right. But what's he doing right now? What has all of his actions been in the past couple of minutes? It's been... Repeating the past. No, no, no. It's been creating an alibi for Yuki. Mm, yeah. He's here to save Yuki. Well, I think he's trying to take it from multiple angles. Yeah, but I'm concerned. Yeah. Because I, I feel like he's spreading his forces a little thin. Yeah. We'll see. But I wanted to bring it up because, like, this is the feeling I'm getting. I'm getting dread. <clears throat> But now he's going somewhere. He's I, I don't know school, where he's going, maybe? but he, they're like doing the birthday party and he's going to school and everybody's like, now? Right, yeah. So I'm concerned about where he's going right now, but we'll see. Probably mm-hmm. not school, honestly. Probably not, but I don't know, maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Anything else you wanted to say? No. I just, I just wanted to bring it up because like, it's a good moment. Also, I had to go to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Boop! Boop! We're at... 1443 and Satoru's plan can I abduct you it's just to ask Hinazaki straight out can I abduct you can I abduct you 
Sure. Well, no. First, she's like, are you stupid? Yeah, Paco, no, no. And he's like, yeah, because this is the only plan I can think of. <laughs> and she's like, sure. Oh, God. This is the <laughs> fucking cutest goddamn thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I've been in love at 11 years old. Thank you. And, like, that shit's powerful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I don't know what else to say. I just thought it was really cute. No, you, like you just you just, just became like a little boy. It is all so sudden. cute. I loved it. Okay. Yeah, she just she she wasn't resistant. She's like, you know what? Fine. Okay. Let's try this. I wonder if she senses. I wonder if she senses it that her life is potentially like like the like faded to end in a specific way. Because that's what it feels like when you try and save someone's life and you make a change and she still dies. Right. It feels like fate. Right. And I don't know if she feels that, but I'm sure she feels like her life isn't worth continuing as is. And any change, any change that comes comes along has the power to at least make it different. Yeah. And this one is potentially not great either. This potentially gives her mom more power over her yeah but she knows that he cares about her well yeah i don't expect her to know this i'm just saying i don't know if it's going to work out the way that he wants yeah i i mean it depends on he what doesn't either I, I think he's got a plan of some sort like where they're gonna <clears throat> go you know yeah <clears throat> i don't know but it was really cute i don't need to talk about it okay anything else you want to say <laughs> no that's it okay boop Boop. All right. We are at uh, 1934. We're very close to the end here. Um, and Satoru just gave us a nice rundown kind of of some changes, of some, of, of some basic things that happened here. And it does sound like that the kidnapper did eventually, did actually kidnap Kayo uh, Hinazuki. Um, I didn't quite understand that before, or I didn't really know how. Why do you feel like? the kidnapper did actually kidnap her that was part of satoru's um order of events is that just before dawn the kidnapper came and kidnapped uh hinazuki mm, mm. <clears throat> you mean in the in the previous versions yeah yeah not in this not right now yeah but like in the in the previous versions both previous versions i believe she was kidnapped from the shed right because she and then she found somewhere else dead Right. Later. Um, <clears throat> interesting. So, but So this seems like a case where, like, and I ha we haven't actually, like, talked about this, the element of serial killerness to it, but <clears throat> they say that, like, there's always a first, right? And the first one is usually more vulnerable than the ones that follow. Mm. And so it's, like, an it's an opportunity. And so this is sort of like Satoru seeing this serial killer element and being like, if I can just stop the first one, who right. is most vulnerable, who is in a position where, like, <clears throat> it's just way too easy to start with her. And then and then it gets easier and easier with other other kids that that, that might just stop the serial killer from becoming a serial killer. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't know that that's accurate. Yeah, I don't know. It's a possibility. 
Uh, we do need to talk about a couple other things, though, real quick, because some interesting stuff happened. First of all, Satoru tr all, tr almost tried to kill or did try to kill Hinazaki's mom. There was definitely murderous intent. Definitely murderous intent. His eyes turned red. Yeah. Like, to the point where I thought, for a moment, like I do... That he was the killer. That the killer <laughs> was Satoru from a different universe. No. Those of you... That's not what's happening. I guarantee 100%. <laughs> uh, we'll I actually... See. I'm pretty sure I remember who the killer actually is. We'll see. Um, uh, but... So, so, but Kenya stopped him. Kenya came and stopped him. Yeah. Kenya has become a lot more powerful in this, in this now. He was always very shrewd. You could tell that he was the smart one of the group, the aware one. Um, he had a high wisdom saving throw. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Um, yeah, and he also followed him to Yuki's place where uh, Satoru actually like threw a rock through the yeah. window with saying, I'll kill you. I'll kill you. Jesus, Satoru. Um, <laughs> Just so that the cops would get called. So that Yuki would have... An alibi. An alibi where the police were there. They physically saw him. Which is honestly simplistic of Satoru. It is. Because I don't know that that's necessarily going to work out the way that he thinks it's going to work out. What if Yuki's not there right now? What if Yuki is elsewhere? And so this pr prevents Yuki from getting uh, an alibi because now Yuki doesn't want to go home while the cops are surrounding this place. Like, there's all kinds of possibilities about why this could go very poorly for Satoru. But, you know, maybe it worked out great. It is an anime. <laughs> That might have happened. Um, but yeah, Kenya came in and saved the day there. And then also Kenya, it seems, has helped Satoru find a place when kidnapping <laughs> Hinazuki um, for her to spend the night in an abandoned bus. A bus that had just been just stopped being used by the hockey team. Right. Um, they got a little heater in there and everything. And it was also kind of cute. But now, it's the next day. Kenya saved them again, woke them up before they had to abandon the bus. Right, so they had to abandon the bus. But we don't know where Hinozaki's at. No, we don't know where they put her. Because she's still late to school. She's still not at school. I don't think she's late, but <clears throat> she's absent. Right. Because we got to the afternoon bell. But Satoru doesn't seem worried. No. And Satoru and Kenya have already had a conversation <laughs> where they're like, well, it's all going okay right now. Right. And Hinozaki's mom is not calling the cops. Right, which, looking at it from Satoru's point of view, is kind of like, so she called the cops because she knew what had happened. Uh -huh. And now that she doesn't know what's happening, there's no point to calling the cops. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah, not a fan of Hinazaki's mom. No. But I think that catches us up. <clears throat> um, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh we are I think about to see what's going to happen now from Hinazaki being absent from school because schools usually respond to no call no shows in a strong way because they see those kids as their responsibility. Right. And if they don't show up and there's no notification of why they didn't show up, then that's a problem. Right. So we'll see. Okay, I'm I'm good. You good? Yep. Boop. Boop. We are at timestamp fucking over. It's not a time. <laughs> the episode's over. The episode's over. <clears throat> the last little bit was just 
<clears throat> Another scene in the bus. They brought one of the other friends into the thing. They're playing fucking goldfish or whatever. Go fish, not goldfish. Go fish. And uh, the new person was like, "But what's the end game here? Like, what's gonna happen?" And Satoru was like, "Don't worry, I, I, I will claim full responsibility." Yeah. And then Inazaki's like, "You idiot." <laughs> Right, like... What if I say that it was all my idea, and then nobody gets in trouble? Right. Exactly. And everyone was like, wow, that's so smart. <laughs> right. Um, nobody even considered that. Well, because Satoru didn't want to ask anything more of Hinazuki. Hinazaki has been through so much. Right. So I get it. I totally yeah. understand where that, was, where that was coming from, but at the same time, yeah, it's, it hopefully will work out great. I don't know if it's that airtight but we'll see because she's underage like there's a lot of laws that happen when you're underage that sure she'll she she would get in trouble for running away yeah but it's not it's not an offense punishable like criminally no i just don't know how it how it goes into custody you know what i mean Right. Um, it may make the the state look at her mom as being unable to control her child, but it may make the state tell, tell her mom to be more careful. Honestly, it, it it may work in Hinazaki's favor, saying I didn't want to go home because my mom was going to beat me. You right. know, like yeah, if she can share that. Yeah, if, if she it's was. Hard, it's hard to. But then there was this scene at the very very end. Because it's an anime, <laughs> it's always at the very very end. <laughs> Where we see somebody who is definitely not a child. No. Our greatest hope right now is that the timeline broke and that's 29-year-old Satoru walking into the bus. With a backpack? <laughs> With a backpack. So, yeah, we don't know what's going on. I guess our actual greatest hope is that um, Satoru told Yuki about it and Yuki is going there to protect her somehow and didn't announce his presence. So, you know... We'll see, but it's probably the killer. Right. I mean, we just have to assume. It's going to be the fucking killer, and she's going to fucking die again, and everything's going to start all over. Because, as you pointed out, we have five more episodes yeah. to go. It's it's not over. We just, we just, this is, this is the first episode on the other half. So, like, second we just half, started yeah. the second half. Second so there's half, more. episode two, or one. So we'll, we will continue this on our next episode. Yep. Any other final thoughts you have? Ready for me to do an outro? I love this anime because it's so real, but I hate reality because this anime points to something that is so real. Yeah. The, the reality that this anime points to is tragic and very, very real. Yep. Um, I don't know if it's a if it's actually a universal thing, but well, the I know serial of, killer element's not super common. No, but the child abuse stuff. But the child abuse. Stuff. I, I I know multiple people that went through, maybe not child abuse to that extent, but I I can I know at least one or two that did go through child abuse to that extent, <clears> and I think that everyone probably a lot of people do know someone. I know multiple people. I know multiple people that were uh, not seen as real humans by their parents a lot, which is basically where it all stems, I think. Yeah. yeah. I could go on a fucking rant, because I've been watching a lot of politicized content recently, <laughs> and, like, I have a lot 
a very strong feelings about the concept of ownership over your children. Mm. Yeah. That was one thing when we were raising our we, kid. We could say Kai. Like that that's that's a known thing. Um Yeah, that was one thing that we both like kind of agreed on was that like we don't own this child. Right. We are caretakers of this child and we can try to make them do what we think is best for them to do, but we can't guarantee that they will do it. No. And we're responsible in the eyes of the law until 18, sure, and possibly beyond in certain regards, uh, depending on what all the laws are. But, like, it's a separate person that right. has a whole separate fucking mentality. Right. And, like, our job as parents is to help them be a separate person to learn to be an individual person eventually yeah i think a lot and and i don't know this for a fact but in my experience of the people i've witnessed the people that i've known from my childhood that were abused sometimes very violently it almost seemed to have not this it wasn't so much like an ownership that like kind of like you're thinking but like they connected with the child in a way that that child was an extension of themselves mm -hmm. they didn't own the child they were the ch or the child was a part of them right right which i know it sounds like splitting hairs but it sounds worse but it really ended up being a result of self-hatred yeah they abused their children because they hated themselves. Right. They were trying to help, quote unquote, help their children not make the same mistakes I made. Right. And beat the them out of them. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, That's not always the case, I don't think. I think there's multiple reasons why people become abusive. But that was one that I, I found pretty common as I was growing up. Yeah. And I don't know if this if this mom in this show is beating her kid because she feels like she owns her kid or not. Uh, yeah, I don't it's kind of hard to tell. It doesn't but, really matter because it's still pretty traumatic, the fact that it's happening. Yeah. But, but thank you so much, audience, for coming along with us on this journey, for watching and listening or whatever <laughs> to 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 this with us. Especially if you're listening to the new extended version that we just started doing. Um, if you're interested in doing that, then I am... Ooh, I don't know what's going on, why I keep having these hiccups. Um, I'm going to put it on Patreon so that the patrons can get the full experience. The, all, the, all the little moments that we keep not capturing. Right, exactly, because we're... We're giggly or chatty bitches when uh, stuff happens during the the during the runtime of the anime. Ironically, we didn't have as many this go around as we tend to, but I think the more we do it, obviously, the more it'll happen. Mm hmm. And that might mean that the actual official episode of the podcast is a little bit shorter than normal. We have no idea. Yeah, we have no idea. It's been going on for an hour now. So. Yeah. But thank you for hanging out. Check out the 
Patreon to get that full-length episode. We have a Discord where we're live doing this right now um, while we're recording the episode. So if you ever wanted to hang out with us while we do it live, you're welcome to in the Discord. You can find that through descriptions and stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm eternally mortal, and I hope you find smiles this day. And I am the accidental monster. Um, you can also go to monsteralley.com to find at least the Discord thing. I don't know. I need to make the links for Patreon a little bit more tight. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not good at this stuff yet. Still learning. We're still learning. But uh, yeah. So follow yourself always. Bye bye.